WBWZ, New Pulse, Poughkeepsie. Live from Mikey's Cave. I'm just a caveman. It's the Colvin Brothers Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, brother. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. Watch it, buddy. So, what did your brother do to you? Why did I take this gig again? How you doing? This is Roosevelt Colvin. With six, you get Egg Roll and the Colvin Brothers on Z93. <laughs> yes. Chickalini here may talk like an idiot and look like an idiot, but don't let that fool you. He really is an idiot. Take this, brother. I've always dreamed about having a brother. My name is Michael. A-A-R-S cars for kids. You're going to want that cowbell. That's what she said. <laughs> Number six for Colvin. I'm going to wipe the floor with you, Woody. <laughs> you got that, kid. Brent Gretzky. Michael! I am your brother. The Colvin Brothers. Ash Brown. On Z93. You gotta have heart. And a kidney would be a good idea, too, there, Chachi.
Good evening, everybody. It's Sunday. You know what that means. It's time for the Colvin Brothers podcast. And uh, today we're doing uh, the heart show because I think it's official. Yeah. You got your heart worked on. And, uh, and it was a success. My surgeon, Dr. Sperling, was supposed to join us tonight, but he's on call, so he's going to try again next week. He's agreed to come on the show, but he's a surgeon. So, you know, he's like emailing me today. He's like, oh, I might not be able to make it. I said, hey, it's okay. You do very important work, so you'll get a pass. It's not, it's not like you're Kim the intern. Yeah, so like this is, the, <laughs> this is the official first show after the surgery. Yeah. So your voice sounds better. Your eyes are more open. Yep. And your face isn't so flush. I've been told by Bob Curcio from... <laughs> My high school days and a lot of my classmates that have been following everything on Facebook that I've got color back because when we did the reunion at my house back in July, I, I was I was ET gray. Yeah, I was I was the color of Bob's hair. It was very gray. <laughs> <laughs> so with with the heart show, we're doing a theme of obviously anything that has to do with heart, including the band. Kicking things off, crazy on you from heart. I knew that was coming, which is great too. And I prefer my '70s heart to the '80s heart. The '80s heart was nice, paid the bills, but if you're a heart fan, you like this stuff. Well, let's give a proper introduction to Bob, since he was pretty much taking care of you since you got out of the hospital. Yeah, Bob uh, and I go back to eighth grade, so that would have been like 1982 or so at Van Wyck, and uh, he moved away right out of high school, and uh, we had similar career paths. He was a DJ as well, did a lot of production work, and that sort of thing, lived all over the world, and came back to the East Coast a few years back, and you've really made an attempt to get back in everybody's lives, which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, last couple of years, hooked up with everybody again from high school, and I've been around a few times and, uh, this year. When we had the reunion, which fell apart as far as a catering hall, I did a thing here, and you specifically said, hey, when you get out of the hospital, because I knew I had the surgery coming, you said that you would you know, do whatever I needed until I'm back on my feet, and you've lived up to that. Yeah, yeah, lucky enough to work at home and... Uh Said I'd come by and take care of you for a while and haven't. Why uh, don't you give Stephen and George a rundown of some of the fun we've had since you've taken over as my? Ooh, well, as my, Mike is five days out of heart surgery, and all and I've gotten, I get, I'm fine. That's all. Yeah. I got like a Frank text. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm like, fine. Any, like any good patient wanting to make his doctor have his own heart attack, he has uh, karaoke till two in the morning. Yeah. DJ to wedding. DJed for 500 Marist college kids wanting to hear more Taylor Swift until 4 a.m. Yep. Done an outside gig up in the mountains somewhere. I'm no, glad no, he's no. taking it easy. Yeah, no, totally taking it easy. And of course, I'm tonight wearing we, Bob uh, out. I'm wearing Bob out. Yeah, yeah. You know what? What's funny is he had heart, open heart surgery, and my third day here, I slept till noon. <laughs> so, uh, but tonight uh, we're washing down. Uh, ballpark Franks with a uh, little uh, white Russians. Yes, so, yes. Yeah, I'll, have, I'll, I'll, have, I'll have a white Russian afterwards. Yes. <laughs> the dude abides. The yes. dude abides. <laughs> so, <laughs> who else is in the studio? He's, he's usually at all the functions for the Colvins, including Brianna and Christopher's wedding last weekend. The official third Colvin brother. It's George Charles D.O.T. Taylor. Yes. And I understand that you were amongst the man that has dubbed you Charles. I was. And any new stories coming from that? Uh, no, no new stories, just reminiscent old ones. But they certainly enjoyed the George Got a Charles shirt. Story. Yeah, did you wear it up there? I did not. All right, that's okay. You got it on the promo. Yeah, it's I going to I, go I to Blackthorn now. That surprise, right? Was that my fault? Yes. <laughs> Steven sort of sort of ruined the punchline. Uh, well, it was on the they're show. They're going to get the shirt. Uh, <laughs> are we going to have like some more nurses on the show because they all they all retired. Well, right? I'm going to have I'm going to have my my surgeon, but Natasha did such a great job. She wants to come back on. So we'll work it out. All right, George, since you're uh, a person for nostalgia, what do we got this week? You know, these little critters drive me nuts. They wake me up at all hours of the night during their mating season and mine. Uh, <laughs> they poop and pee in my walls. They run all over the road, and they get a phone call at work after not getting the night's sleep to come scoop them up. So it's the squirrel song. Oh, yeah. Oven Brothers, Z93. Oh, man. Um, it's tough being a squirrel. Look at this traffic. Why couldn't I be born a house cat or something? Oh, man. What am I going to do? My brain is so small, I can't decide. I'm standing right here by the road. Should I stay or should I go? My pal Rocky pondered that. Then some Chevy made him flat. Say that we are stressed Try having good year on your chest I spend my life out on a limb Just once a year that I get trim Now you see 
intersections bugging me. You better stop, look and listen. I got to find myself a tree. of the Colvin brothers. This whole world wild and hard and weird on top. On Z93. Brothers on Z93. We're doing the Heart Show. Little Juice Newton, Queen of Hearts, as heard on Boogie Nights and the Americans, but also Frank's, uh, what was that? The Camper. What was it called? Uh, not a camper. Well, the Motorhome? Yeah, the Motorhome. Oh, okay. That was a Motorhome song. It was a, uh, yeah, he bought a Motorhome from our Aunt Jean's sister in like 1978 or so. We had lived in Virginia 
from 77 to 81. And we would come back and forth to New York at least once a year, sometimes twice. But we only had this station wagon, and the family was growing pretty quick. There were five of us, um, which was great because, you know, nowadays my daughter's going to be in a car seat till she's seven or eight. It didn't matter that I was eight and everybody else was younger than me. There was only one car seat. So everybody <laughs> else was just loose in this, this station wagon. So he's like, this isn't going to work. So he went and got this classic 70s motorhome complete with red shag carpet. And we would go back nice. and forth. He had four tapes, all right? One was Johnny Cash. One was uh, the Ronettes with Darlene Love on the other side. And then I forget the other two, but that's all you would get in a six-and-a-half-hour trick. I'm glad you brought up Johnny Cash because when we were up north, I, I put the picture on Facebook, me and the fake Breckman. Yeah. Like, this guy was great. Like, um, he was all into... Is he, like, one of Chris's relatives? Or? No, he was a guy playing... He was playing um, acoustic oh. at, the, at the bar. Oh, so he was the entertainment. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And I, I walked... Well, we in more ways than in, one. When we first pulled in, I go to Chris and I go, it looks exactly like Breckman. She's like, was he supposed to be invited? And then I walk <laughs> up and obviously it's not him. Yeah. But I start talking to him and he's so interested in Breckman. He's like, well, I want to see a photo of him too. Oh, that's great. He's like, tell me more about Hatch Lake. How do I get there? Like, so we had like a, <laughs> you weren't that far from it. <laughs> we had like a long conversation and he's like, what do you like to hear? I said. I played some Johnny Cash. Oh, that's awesome. So he was on the other side of the bar, the other, and then the other side was like where all the food was, uh-huh. like a nice buffet and you know hot dogs and pizza and all the goodies, and, and then outside was a nice, a nice patio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, I, heard the, I heard the food was really good up there. The Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five? Five. 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 On Z93. All right, so the Colvin Five. Reason you were admitted into a hospital. Now, I, <laughs> I've got many. I don't know. I guess when <laughs> Olivia was born, was I admitted? I wasn't admitted. No, was no, you were just there as the dad. So. And if you remember, if you're the father when you're having a child, you are persona non grata. You don't count for nothing. It's all about the mom and the baby. And you are just like a third level citizen. It was a chair that folds out. Yeah, so oh, that's yeah. what I had I, to I sleep got, on. I got no sleep. But when Tanner was born, because Olivia was home, I got to go home that night. So that was awesome. But yeah, I've never, I've never been admitted to the hospital. How about Bob over here? Well, I guess not fully admitted, but I was there almost a day uh-huh. and uh, twice. The first time I was about four and um, I was playing a game where I would take a lollipop mm-hmm. and put it in my mouth and then move it as far away as I could and then fly it like a plane into my mouth. Right. And a bee landed on it and stung me in the throat. My whole head swelled up. I was allergic. Is, uh, yeah, I'm not allergic, but if it gets you on the throat, you swell. Okay. And uh, it swelled up like a big uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory kind oh, of Oh, yeah, I know the look. Yep, yep. Yeah, and um, took me to the hospital for a day. Uh-huh. And then the other, second time was I was in Phoenix working uh, for Honeywell, staying at a hotel. And it was this beautiful resort up in the mountains. And in the middle of the night, I felt like something stabbed me in the leg. And I called the receptionist, and I was like, you know, there's like a knife in my bed or something. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, I don't think so, sir. Maybe a pen. I'm like, no, there's a knife in my bed. Like, something stabbed me. <laughs> she's like, well, it can't be a scorpion because it's the winter, which made me instantly know that it was a scorpion. <laughs> so they came up, pulled the bed sheet down, this little clear scorpion bounced in the air. It was a little Get tiny out. thing. So I was like, oh, it's small. And they were like, get in the van. You know, like my heart rate shot all the way up. And I guess the little clear ones are the worst ones. Oh, man. Mine's up listening to the story. They took me to the hospital. And uh, I had to stay up for, must have been about 20 hours. They wouldn't let me go to sleep because they were worried I'd go into anaphylactic shock. Mm -hmm. And uh, they they told me I could either ride it out and take about a day. And uh, I might go into shock, or I could take the anti-serum, the anti-venom, okay, yeah. which would make me violently sick for a week. So what'd you do? I wrote it out. Okay, good. And uh, so they kept me awake, and then every about half hour they'd come by and ask me stupid stuff like, you know, how's your stay in Phoenix? <laughs> <laughs> make me want to kill him for the next day. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, needless to say, I have free golf at the Point Tapatio in Phoenix. For the rest of your life. For the life. rest of my life. That's it. There you Are you going to take Michael golf and ever see Michael play golf? No. <laughs> and you won't. Imagine. You're not going to. I with, feet, with feet that point in different directions what? like that, how does he ever? He gets a good photo. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know about the game. No, the, the coolest thing I ever did, there was a place called Apple Greens across the river. Oh, Apple Greens. I remember that. And and um, it was the first time I think I'd ever golfed at all. It was a, an old radio station event. And my partner, Coop, golfed all the time. So the, we had a foursome. It was a scramble. And it was just for charity. So it was me, him, and two other guys. And I hit his ball. On the first shot, I hit his ball from the tee. And that was, so that was kind of a neat thing. That's my story. Let's get to the five. Curcio, you got number five? Uh, Shawnee B, bitten by a wolf spider. When you told the story about the, the scorpion, 
my first instinct was spider because of being on the East Coast. The but East yeah, Coast, yeah, but if you're in Phoenix, it's definitely going to yeah. be. What happens with the wolf spider? Because there was something bit me a couple years ago. I was doing all the. Was it in your firewood? And I was doing all the bushes in front of the yard. Right. And then the next day, my legs were like logs. I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. And I had to be put on an antibiotic. Right. Because my I couldn't I couldn't move. I didn't go to the hospital. I went to the 24 hour emergency care, which was a mistake mm-hmm. because they charged you an arm and a leg. Oh yeah. Um, what literally what was which was hurting. But I was wonder, I wonder if that was <laughs> some kind of crazy spider because that. It's it. They 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 live in in More in, bu- not, in yeah. bushes and they certainly live in wood piles. Like you know you're, you're like me with the the firewood. They'll definitely be in there. Yeah. Um. And their bite is just a lot more venomous than the other spiders that are around. I knew somebody that got bit in the eye one time like that, and he looked like uh, that famous Buster Douglas picture at the end of Fighting Tyson, where his whole head the eye. Up. Yeah, like right on the top of the mm. eye. It was all swollen. Ouch. <laughs> Number two, Sheila in Southampton accident airlifted to Nashville. Died three times in the air and once in the hospital. Made it, obviously. And then now we have three girls and two surgeries. Wow. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, you hear that a lot, though. That's something you see on Grey's Anatomy. People are. Great. And that's still on, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. I just finished it. Number three, Thomas Rizzo. Couldn't breathe as a baby. A ball decided to not descend into the abyss. Tonsils taken out. Broken nose. Really bad case of bronchitis. Yeah, he's one of my singers at uh, Mahoney's. And he's had a tough he's had life. A rough. Yeah, he, he certainly has. We got to get him on the show because he stutters. <laughs> Stuttering Tom? Yeah, uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to see if I can get him for next week. That would be great. All right, number four. Jeff Martin needed training wheels on his motorcycle. Got in my way and I ran him over. This is for my boy Hobie. Now I've got a steel rod in my leg for life. So there you go. <laughs> wow. And the guy Jeff saw what he posted, like started giving him smack about it, saying it was his fault the whole time. <laughs> we used to have uh, these trails behind our house at Gold Road, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> Mom said, do not go back there with the Pesanowskis, because they ride those damn dirt bikes without helmets, and you do not want to get on those to stay away from them. I don't know if you ever, did you ever go on those? No, uh, I did, like, the first year or two that we lived there, and I got too chicken afterwards. Yeah, because there, there was a lot of bad, <laughs> bad hills back there. Oh, God, yeah. I'm sure they probably ate it a couple times. Well, if you remember, they were trying to build a dune buggy for like 10 years. And yes. Never, never, got that. Of, never got out of the garage. It's just so very New York to come back here, here you know, got to stay away from the Pezanowskis. <laughs> they're dirt bikes in the backyard. Like, nowhere else does that happen. All right, what's your big closer, kid? The big closer is Yay Tyne. Yes. Or, or Yay Teen, who would, who would probably fill in for you. How many times when you were in the hospital? Oh, every time I needed karaoke. She did like four nights. Her and, and, her and uh, Better Than Ezra, right? That band from the 90s? Better Than Ezra, and then Denny would tell her to leave. <laughs> uh, Denny told Teen... Get those boobs reduced because they're too big and they're causing you back problems. Yes, yes, she had back problems. <laughs> well, she didn't. She didn't get the reduction, but I know that she had to get something done to help her back out. Because that we- happened a lot. There was this girl that I worked with at the movie theater, mm. um, and back in the day, we all worked there. My friend Sean went on to win an Oscar. My friend Albert, my friend George, John Winfrey. I could name a list of everyone that worked there. Mm. There was this girl Nicole. They wanted you know me to get hired just to hook up, but she was somebody that also had to get the the boob reduction. Yeah, so it's a it's a real thing. Yeah, so it's your patriotic duty to endure the pain. That's the Colvin Five, folks. Hi, this is Lewis Chu. You're listening to the Heart Show with the Colvin Brothers on Z93 iHeart Radio.
Coleman Brothers on Z93. We're doing the heart show for obvious reasons. Michael uh, had 93% in one artery, 53% in the other, right? Yeah, blockage right? is close enough, yep. And uh, we, we saw we saw one of your heart uh, buddies at the wedding last week, Eddie. He's like, oh, how's your brother? Yeah. <laughs> so, and he, on a hot day, my man was wearing a suit. And I said, Eddie, you're the best dressed here. Oh, I didn't even know he made it up there. He was there? Yeah, because the other push cards went to the Army game. Oh, so, uh, okay. So uh, did Eric go? No, because he, he's got season tickets to Army. Oh, I see. But Eddie represented oh, like I didn't. Joey's I had no idea. I'm so glad Eddie was there. And I made a joke because we were all on the beach and everyone had a drink in their hand. I said, guys, when you're done with the drinks, just throw the cans in the sand. And Gene will get it. And right, I got to laugh at That's awesome. <laughs> uh, we had a little Blondie, Heart of Glass. Obviously, again, the theme, Heart. I think yes. that was your pick, right? I was. Uh, there's a great new box set that I just got this week. In fact, uh, Kersey and I have been jamming to it. It's all six original albums and four more albums worth of um, outtakes and live performances. Great band that just wasn't together. They, they weren't around for long, but they, they, they left their impact and they got out, which is what you should do. Did you get your jukebox yet? I'm working on there's I my see my sticking point is it's got to play 45s and most of the jukeboxes that you see that are up for sale yeah. are the right price but it's like Bluetooth or CD player or radio it's like no it's got a, the whole purpose is so I can put all my 45s in it and just have some place that they aren't playing because I do nothing but play vinyl like you know Bob can attest like every morning every I get up we're, we're playing records. Mm-hmm. You know what you yeah. should do? You gotta go to like an old diner that closed. Like, uh, oh no, I can get it. I'm gonna wait till Brett gets back with his truck yeah. in October. But the the Wurlitzer that I want might not happen. But I'm gonna get the. I'm definitely gonna get the kind that you would see in a in a restaurant like 30 years ago. You just want to get it because you want to have one of those. What's call it? That sits in the middle of the the record. Those little yellow things. What are those things called? Uh, those, those little thingamajigs. Yeah, well, the, 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 yeah, for Norton. It's a 45 spindle. 45 spindle. All right. So what are we doing? All right, the game is called Did I Do It? I'm going to read a sentence. Now, uh, Stephen has an unfair advantage for being my brother. Curcio has an unfair advantage for being around for a lot of these. And for suggesting half of the stuff. And for suggesting most of the stuff, because he was my demo. We're going to get into that later. And uh, Charles over there, oh, you could just play along. But you each have a buzzer. So if you want to answer, you click your buzzer and uh, give up the answer. Stephen, just also keep track of who's leading, okay? I'll do my best. Number one. Expose myself on the stage during a high school production of Grease. Curcio. Didn't quite do it. Ah. You zip the fly up, right. pretending to come back. It was a, it was a feather bow that came but it, out. But it was enough to have Mr. Hopfier about have a heart attack. Oh yeah, yeah, I and did it. Threatened to leave you out of the final it was, show. It was, it was, it was, it threatened to shut down the show, and yeah. it made my mother Mikey cry. Mikey came out from behind the stage with one of the girls and was uh, zipping up his. Flying, pulling up his pants. Dig the scene oh, at Big 15. I was dan- I was uh, sitting next to my mother during that. Yeah, I've got video. <laughs> Just like Jim Morrison, though. The snake stayed inside. Yeah, didn't really didn't come out. Didn't really come out. Yeah. All right, number two. Hoisted a Volkswagen up a flagpole. Uh, Steven. That was Daddy. I know, that was Dad. I throw that one in every contest. <laughs> I forgot what his name is. I, he, I did this every Howie time. Howie McCoy. Okay, there you go. Was he at uh, Brianna's wedding? Uh, no, he didn't make it. Oh, okay. <laughs> number three. Snog Jen Nado in the John Jay Auditorium during free periods. Uh, that would be your uh, you, Kirstie. Huh? I want to say no, but I don't know. No, it was Blazer. <laughs> Blazer did. I didn't and do Blazer it. Blazer did it. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I didn't I mean, do it. You know, you just never know. No, no, I, I never I'm touched that. No. I never touched that. <laughs> All right. The only classmate I don't want coming Shout by to see Matt me. Blazer. There you go. All right, number four. Fell into the netting at a Yankees-Red Sox game at the old stadium. Steven. Oh, no, George. I completely believe you did that. All right, you can believe that we did. Stephen, what's your answer? That's false. We were there for the game. We were there for the game. It's saw a guy do it. And the guy literally fell. They left him there for like four innings. Yeah, he, was crazy. <laughs> he, 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 he looked like a spider in there. It was great. We were sitting on the along the right field line, and, uh, and the whole time you, we were thinking, why didn't I think of that? Yeah, I know. There's a site, they wouldn't. You know, they don't show that on TV, and we're just like sitting there fascinated watching. Like they left him there for innings on end. It was hysterical. All right, number five. You guys are doing good. Laid down behind Peter Gabriel's tour bus. To prevent him from heading to the next town. Charles. I'm going to say no. No, that was not me. Coop did that. My old partner Coop did that at a, after a show in Rochester. And it worked. Did you say yes or no? I said no. Okay. You, if it was yes, it would have been because Kozlov told him to do that. Right, oh, yeah. So it's, it's basically the same thing she did to get the get. <laughs> so it's 2-2-1. Two, two, All right. Number six. Grossed out Blondie. We just heard Blondie. Grossed out Blondie's Debbie Harry by telling her she was the subject of my first wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> Steven I don't think it was in person But it was probably At the old radio station It was in person It was at the chance <laughs> She played there But it was before Blondie got back together She did a show With Chris Stein 
it was like a solo blondie hybrid show and she was signing autographs afterwards and i've got a picture too and she's, I, I told her i said you were the subject of my first wet dream she just gives me this like Ugh, look well, that, that did happen that did happen number seven on senior night which was a a dance we had in the cafeteria john jay i sported wood while slow dancing with miss nardone <laughs> Nardone was that what teacher? She was the hot uh, biology the teacher. Hot yeah, she was like 22 when we were 17. <laughs> oh I think God. I remember Miss Nardone. Um, I will, I, you know what? If it's not yes, just lie to me and tell me yes. Oh, no, it happened. There you go. And Thank I, you. I danced, <laughs> Thank you, Mike. I danced with her, and I forget, Mike the psych, I forget who actually saw it. If it wasn't you that saw it, then it was like Steve Policetti or something. But it, it got around immediately that I had a heart on it. All right. Number eight. Eight. Nearly burned down the transmitter towers at my previous radio station. You talked about this before. This is true. Yeah, I, I nearly did it um, back in those days that we had the daytime AM, and you had to power down with the sun. So before you went to no power, which was complete darkness, you had like an hour of low power. And if you didn't, if you didn't turn the transmitters down, you could cause a fire. And I came within minutes of, of setting two towers on fire, so got suspended for it. Was this back in 2001? No, this would have been uh, like 87. Okay. All right, number nine. Led a homecoming parade with a giant cake that said, eat me raw. <laughs> George. I'm going to say yes. All right, that is no. It's from Animal House. <laughs> and I was like, no matter what I do with this contest, because Kirstie and I were like trying to come up with all things. I said, one of my, one of my fakes is going to be from Animal House. That's right. So that's the one. All right, big closer. Number 10. Attempted to get a date with a member of my cardiac team. Curcio. Not only is that true, you've tried to get a date with various bartenders, um, the person who ran weddings. Oh, yeah. I've seen you try to get dates with pretty much almost someone in every situation it, I've ever been in. It's always ever. worth a shot. It's always worth a she shot. She came back and talked to me four times, but when I, when I suggested that we continue the conversation outside the hospital, that was it. That's right. She, I, she, I, she I was, was on the phone with you. Said, <laughs> I, 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 threw, I said, I got to call you back. There's well, a I threw that in, in. I want to talk to Yeah, you. I threw that in because I thought, you know, with Dr. Sperling was going to be going to say, can you apologize to her and just tell her <laughs> that's the way I am? She was, she was 42, right. drop-dead gorgeous, a single and mom. Just, and you just had a double bypass. Yeah, and I just had a room. double bypass. Yeah. She'd literally taken she'd literally <laughs> taken a tube out of my heart the day before. I was like, hey, would you like to meet up sometime? <laughs> there you now you all know a little bit more about me. Well, I think Bob won. He got four. Yeah, got, of course Bob won. It came close. I think it was four or three, three, right? Yeah. But uh, all right, when we come back, we're gonna find out a little bit about what Bob does for a living because it's pretty cool. We're the Colvin brothers on Z93. <laughs> Never make her sad I'm gonna fall 
Golden Brothers on Z93, The Heart Show. This time, some Yardbirds. Oh. Heart full of soul. Beautiful. Love that tune. Love that band. Of course, the Yardbirds spawning Eric Clapton, Jeff Beck, and Jimmy Page eventually. So uh, they were responsible for a lot of great rock and roll. And also responsible for some great rock and roll. My good friend Bob Curcio kind of disappeared on us for about 30 years, but he's been back, and we're glad to have him. And you know, During your time away, you've been a busy boy. Why, yeah. don't, you, why don't you just fill us in yeah. on some of the cool stuff you did? Well, I went to college in Florida. Uh-huh. I got a degree in chemical engineering, and uh, paid for that by DJing and playing in a band, and then opened a recording studio and paid for that with engineering, and then started producing records and making some money there, and paid for that to move to do some more engineering and I lived in Japan. No, the, the Japan thing still there. is Ooh. over my head. What was, what was the story with Japan? I was working for Videl Sassoon. We uh, put in a bunch of plants throughout Asia uh-huh. and I designed the control systems for that. Nice. So I was over there and then came back and produced some more records. I produced a number of uh, college radio records in the 90s mm-hmm. and a lot of dance music, did a lot of traveling with DJing house music in that time. You know, and you also do like, all, all, this is going to impress my brother. Oh. How many Sopran- Sopranos episodes do you have? Stuff Quite like, a few. Yeah. A handful, yeah, yeah. So go, somebody go watch uh, go watch a couple Sopranos episodes so I can get paid a nickel. Basically, if you're listening to us, <laughs> if there's a song in the bottom bing that you've never heard before, it's Bob. Yeah, it's probably something that I licensed to him so yeah. you can go make Did you get to meet any of the staff? Any of the no, no. All, music licensing is all knowing the music supervisor for a TV show. Oh, okay. And uh, usually what happens is they send you a scene and they say we're looking for a certain type of music. Yeah. So maybe like a CSI Miami or something will send me a scene and say we want something that's ambient and I'll find some record that I either produced or put out on my record label at the time or work publishing on and then license it to them for tracks. So we've done a number of, you know, advertising campaigns and TV shows and movies. So you guys didn't stay in touch before Facebook? You know, I I, call, I talked to Mike a couple times before Facebook. One time when I was in Japan doing that job. Yeah, yeah, he called, he called really me. Really I hadn't spoken station. to anybody in English forever. <laughs> and it was like, you know, two in the morning American time. I'm like, who oh, could it be up? So I waited up. Oh, I was probably when I was doing morning. And yeah. I called him and uh, talked to him on the phone for a while. I'm like, I'm in Japan. Nobody speaks English. Talk to me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, once or twice we talked on the phone. And, and uh, there's two or three people from high school I kept up with. I'd put you up there. Yeah, and then about five, about, five years yeah, ago. about five or ten years ago. When I came back to the states and and my record label had died down and was kind of transitioning to the next phase, I started catching up with people again. Some yeah. people that I played in band in high school with uh, hooked up with them last time I was here. And we yeah, he was, we uh, he was in a band a with Todd Googleberger. Yeah, Todd Googleberger, yeah. Will Dahl, Chip Marshall. Mm-hmm. Do you have family around here? Uh, we, we all grew up here, but they had all moved away. So, so all your um, family's gone. Out yeah, of this yeah area? everybody's down Florida now, and you oh, know my okay. my parents are both gone. So he, he um, literally moved out two days after we graduated. That's right, graduated. I went on. Wow, I went on the on air the first Tuesday and was gone on a Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was the end of that. that was was there, that, and this is I've been back to New York five times since '87, and three of them in the last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, the first thing he did when he came back in. Uh, it was this time last year. Yeah. You know, he's never seen Bryce or anything before. Yeah. But he saw her on Facebook. He shows up and he gives her the Beatles forty-five single set that I've wanted for forty years. Yeah, yeah, like I've been coveting that thing, and he gives it to my daughter right off the with bat. The right with the right <laughs> oh yeah, with all the right stuff. That's right. Yeah. So then you were you were at the dungeon when my grandmother would go. Then right? I was at the dungeon. I, in fact, Mike. Well, you got me the Mike dungeon got gig. The job at the dungeon because of our band, basically. We uh, were, we were playing, I think it was their opening night or their second night. Anytime you guys played a party, because we used to have... So Mike would introduce us. Yeah, so at, at every yard party. And uh, I think it was like the third song we were playing. We were playing Billy Idol's Dancing With Myself, and nobody was dancing. And Mike was in completely matching clothes, top to bottom, yeah. and got out there and danced by himself and got everybody out on the dance floor. And then I got up on the and microphone. Then, and then he got up and he was announcing us, and he was like standing on the speaker and like getting everybody going, and the owner was so impressed with him. That talked to him that night and said you need to come back every time within yeah, like two I got weeks, the job out of that right there like eight dollars a night or something. twenty twenty five bucks twenty five bucks a night well here's the, <laughs> so the lot, my my actual job was to clean all the empties out of the parking yeah. lot but they paid me twenty five a night and I his I actual MC- job was to make. 15 to 17 year old girls do toga parties and jello wrestling. Yeah, he was looking at all the pictures. He was looking at all the pictures last night. He's like, oh, he's like, you did, you did dress jello wrestling. There's it. I said, the more perverted, then the more chance I did it. There's zero chance the dungeon could exist today. No, there's no way. I got crazy because it still looks exactly the same on the outside. Yeah. But I don't even know what it is now. But there's there's definitely businesses in there. There's like a there's a hair salon in there. It's but it's just so funny that of all the things to leave in this area, mm-hmm. that building is still oh, man. sound. <laughs> we used to love it. I'd love to be a trillionaire to come back and just reopen it as a dance club for sixteen year olds to put Mike in there and see how long it takes us to get raided. Well, I, I was <laughs> I would be a tag along with Jennifer. She was working in there somewhere. She worked at the front desk. Uh-huh. So I would go in there. I guess there was like a. 
I don't know. It was uh, a health club on one side. Yeah, yeah. I, I was hanging out in the health club part of it. There was a DJ at the time. Yeah, DJ Sal. Right, who was like, you know, an he was, older guy. He, he was, was 42 like and every kid was 16. Guy. Right, that could be awesome. <laughs> well, right, now, now, now I'm 53 and, you know, the Maris kids are 21, so right. I'm even older. Right. They all call me Grandpa DJ. Well, Bob, got, <laughs> Bob got a taste of that. Bob, Bob's uh, glasses were a big hit. Yeah. There was this one girl. Yeah, it was her birthday. She it was her birthday. And, and so just tell the story real quick before yeah, we so break. Yeah, she came up. She said, I love your glasses. And she started talking to me about stuff. She's like, you're so, so easy to talk to. Like, I just feel so comfortable talking to you. She got like a cool look with those glasses and your hair sticking up. Like, I just wish my father would look like that. And I'm like, oh, you remind me of your father? She said, no, he's young. <laughs> so like, uh, I was like, oh, your grandfather. I got it. And then... Uh, so she said she was comfortable, so I told her, you know, I asked her if she liked whiskey and liked to curse. She said yes, and I said, well, you know, my grandmother liked whiskey and cursed and died just before she was born, so it's possible she was my grandma reincarnated, <laughs> <laughs> and that could be why she's so comfortable, but uh, well, she doesn't have enough of that. And when I, go there, when I go there, they're like, oh, are you uh, Michael's son? Uh, yeah, everybody <laughs> goes, go. Everybody's my son. You, Raz, probably even George. It was fun. I'm ready to dance. I'm ready to dance. <laughs> All right, we're the Colvin Brothers on C93.
Coleman Brothers on Z93. We're doing the Heart Show. Some Huey Lewis, Heart and Soul. Now, this song, first recorded by Exile in 1981, is the title track of their album, Heart and Soul. But it failed to crack the Billboard Hot 100. So, therefore, Huey Lewis and his news. They it was, got it it was their first hit. We could have gone in two different directions. And the problem that I have with Heart of Rock and Roll is that it got played. Oh, well, I was hoping you would play that for yeah, me, well, Michael. You know that Lewis Chu would be wanting <laughs> But it just, it got so beaten into the ground at the time that I never need to hear it again. But Heart and Soul still rocks. Was that also from Back to the Future, uh, the other one? No, uh, they, that was uh, Power of Love. Back in Time and Power of Love. Who died today? Uh, I got three for you. Nice. And you should be able to get the first one pretty easy. Okay. Okay, so the year was 1970. So as long as it's not a wrestler. This rock guitarist died <laughs> at the very young age of 27. It's got to be Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Passes away. I think it was... Uh, Choked on his own vomit. There you go. Because it's, 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 that's bad enough, but Bob will attest. What's if you, bad is Walter White could have saved him. You could have saved him, that's right. <laughs> but if, if you choke on somebody else's vomit, which happened to one of the drummers in Spinal Tap, then that's really bad. <laughs> Number Gross. two, 2013, uh, this boxer... Stepped in the ring with Muhammad Ali three times. Okay? He died at age 70. You want to take a, a I guess? want to say Chuck Webner. Anybody else? Boxing? First name's Ken? Oh, Ken Norton. Ken Norton. Ken Nor- I've interviewed Ken Norton. Okay. What year was that? Uh, 2013 he died. Wow, that's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he had the, um, what do they call it, the pugilista, where your brain is just, you know, basically, you know, a, a beanbag after a while. He didn't, he didn't fare well. 2020. American jurist and associate justice of the Supreme Court, of the United States, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, our Aunt Lisa lo- RGB. Yes, our Aunt Lisa gets a Ruth Bader Ginsburg gift from me every year. She gets socks. She's gotten the uh, the candle, like the, I call it the Albert candle, you know, the, the Puerto Rican candle you put in the window. Oh yeah. Um, and I think that she's also got one of those pop up puppets. So she she has a she's a psychologist. So she put it in her office, and people will always compliment her. On having the Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, memorabilia—that's me. Yeah, she was 87, pancreatic cancer, which is brutal. Mm-hmm. Which I still think our father passed away from. He just didn't tell us. Obviously, we're always binging shows, and mm-hmm. I know you won't watch the new Game of Thrones, but it's actually. Pretty I'll eventually good. get to it. I'll, 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 give me another month. It's. It, I'm binging the Marx Brothers right now, and what I'm finding is because nobody was ever better at timing and sneaky sneakiness than Groucho. The stuff that he got away with in the early 30s is so dirty, but they didn't know at the time because he was so clever with it. What channel is this on? I, uh, I have the movies. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so I just... Then you bust my chops for binge and cheers. But it's, yeah, but I, cheers I, I watched 40 years ago. I haven't seen the Marx Brothers in full since I was a kid. And I'm watching them because it helps me with the show because it, 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 it's really good for timing. And it's funny stuff. Which uh, Marx Brother would George be? Uh, Gummo. <laughs> um, and the other thing which uh, no spoilers um, but I'm not done yet is uh, Cobra Kai just came out again did they, when did, did they already drop it dropped uh, this past weekend alright so I'll get on last that weekend. now that I'll watch yeah and I, I just started watching and I'm like oh, I'll watch one episode six episodes later I'm just like you get stuck in it so yeah, yeah. like Johnny Lawrence he's so funny he, dude he just kills it well what's funny is uh, Bob comes up and uh, you know he's like me. It's you know if, if there's a movie out there, he gets it. So there's this movie from uh, Kay and Peel, one of them right, anyway. Right. Getting on the mic, yeah. and um, and uh, it's called Nope. Nope. And I would see you know Horror I would movie. see it advertised. Hey, Mike, have you made it through the movie? In nope. One We've tried again? three times nope. already. We both fall asleep. <laughs> I don't think I could even. I'm Mike, do you have fan. any idea what the movie's about? Nope. I saw the previews because his first it was like a rodeo movie. announcer. It's really out there. Yeah. yeah, it's. I heard it was like really his. He's got three movies. Mm. The first one, which I can't remember, but Get Out. Yeah, that Get Out. Get Out was great. Yeah. I love that. And the second one was where you see the your same person, I guess, exists right. in your house or something. Oh, that one I want to see. I don't know what the word is. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw a preview for that. Yeah, but it's mm. like it's it's a horror movie, but it's like this. It's your. It's you. Uh-huh. You are the villain. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to check out. But this one, it's it's a, it's. Us. I think that was called Us. Oh, yeah, maybe us. Okay. us. Yeah, it's it's definitely alien adjacent. If it's not mm. quite about aliens, so we're gonna try again tonight to finish it off. That's right. I'm pretty excited because I told George to keep it on his calendar. Is the is uh, the last Halloween movie of this trilogy is coming out on the 14th. I'm a big Michael Myers fan, mm. so this is the last one with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, Halloween ends. Yeah, so she she is done. I'm sure. There'll be more movies because well, she's got to be money. pushing seventy. Yeah, but she she's pulling it off though. Yeah, 
You're doing a good Over job. under more Halloween movies or more? Kiss oh, there'll always be more. There'll always be more, more Halloween movies or Kiss tours. Kiss reunion. I think more Kiss reunion. Yes, <laughs> I listen to a wrestling podcast. I won't talk about wrestling, but one of the guys is a giant Kiss fan, uh-huh. and he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, it's it's their final, 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 final. 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 We swear to God, final. Because <laughs> they did, they did a. I guess they talked about on the podcast last week. Did they go out on tour without the makeup or something? What year was that? Or they oh, were, well, in the eighties they 90s, did that. I think. Yeah, they were oh, no, it was like the lick it up was what 80, 86? Yeah, it was. We were still in school. We were so. still in school. Yeah. Yeah, they were talking about that one. Or maybe is that, does that coincide with the worst album by Kiss ever? No, the worst. Well, what you, see? The people used to say it was the Elder, but that's come to I like that's gotten critically reappraised. Who'd you say, Ken Elder? Oh yeah, what, what do you got there, Ken Elder? What's your favorite horror? <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, some sad news. Oh, uh, Breckman, who yeah. we all know loves Kmart's. Yes. I don't know if you saw it on the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page, but the last Sears in the area has closed down in Newburgh. Oh. So now, if Breckman wants to go to Sears, he's got to go to Sears.com, um, which is going to be a problem because that's the internet. Yeah, he's losing everything. He's I not know. doing that. Matter of fact, we have to do. Uh, uh, a Breckman coming up. What, what holiday is coming up next? Halloween. Uh, you know what? Yeah, don't turn it hollow into Breckman this Halloween. Yeah, all about you know what? All about the inappropriate things that Breck would do with trick or treaters. Now, if that's easy, if you're listening to us right now, <laughs> hey there, little girl. <laughs> if you're listening to us right now on Z93, <laughs> also listen to the podcast because Michael always puts a Breckism. That's at a, the that's end podcast, of the podcast only. Yeah, podcast only. And the the bartender with the weasel. I told that joke at the Renegades, and everyone started dying laughing because <laughs> they love cheesy jokes. Yeah. And that was classic. He'll still, he'll just put that stuff up on my Facebook page privately, like record it, and like, I'll get it in two minutes. All right, we got one more song that's going to make Lauren, uh, Lane Bridgardi upset. Oh, good. Because it's not from uh, the 80s or the 90s. Oh. I think it's from the, the 2010s. Oh, no. Uh, we got some gym class heroes. Right. Stereo Hearts. I played this at the club the other night. Oh, you did? Yeah, because I, I was like, let me hear this song because I knew we were going to play in it. It sounded great. Was this, uh, I asked Bob, Bob, how many girls did uh, did he kiss their hands? And then they pulled it away. They're like, that's weird. Oh, at the club the other night? No, they, but they, no, they volunteer it. <laughs> yeah. They volunteer it. He was actually running interference. He was getting all the love. All right, we need to get out of here and get some apple cider donuts. Yes, uh, and you, know, you also get those pumpkin donuts too now. Uh, you can get those at Dunkin' Donuts. I had one today. We need to make them a sponsor if we're going to keep plugging them like Let's this. Let's work it. All right, so uh, George is always here. Uh, we'll have Bob send this uh, last song out. Yeah, to, send, uh, send this out. Uh, send this out to whoever. All right, shooting this one out for Becky in Atlanta, coming to visit next weekend. Beautiful. Another some another classmate that's going to help me out. You want to say anything to Bob before we get off the air? Uh, yeah, Bob, uh, where are you driving me tomorrow? <laughs> uh, tomorrow we have um, you dial- see, we have dialysis, dialysis. and uh, is tomorrow karaoke? Uh, it might as well be. Might as well be. Tomorrow's uh, not karaoke, but I'm sure some other night is. And <laughs> not a wedding, if not DJing, if not uh, dog food, dentist or dog food or <laughs> grocery store or wherever else Mike needs to go. All right, well, with the Colvin brothers on Z ninety three. My heart's a stereo. It beats for you, so listen close. Hear my thoughts in every note. If I was just another dusty record on the shelf Would you blow me off and play me like everybody else? If I asked you to scratch my back, could you manage that? Like if we had chicken travy, I can handle that Furthermore, I apologize for any skipping tracks This is the last girl that played me left a couple cracks I used to, used to, used to, used to, now I'm over that Cause holding grudges over love is ancient artifacts If I could only find a note to make you understand I'd sing it softly in your ear and grab you by the hands Keep me stuck inside your head like your favorite tune And know my heart's a stereo, the only place for you <laughs> My heart's a stereo It beats for you, so listen close Hear my thoughts in every note I was an old school 50 pound boombox Would you hold me on your shoulder wherever you walk? Would you turn my volume up in front of the cops? And crank it higher every time they told you to stop And all I ask is that you don't get mad at me When you have to purchase Mad D batteries Appreciate every mixtape your friends make You never know we come and go like on the interstate I think I finally found a note to make you understand
understand If you can hear this, sing along and take me by the hands Keep me stuck inside your head like your favorite tune You know my heart's a stereo, the only place for you <laughs> Hey, Z93 listeners, it's your old pal Breckman. So I guess you probably heard about the flower shop owner who got lost in the woods and couldn't be found. The search party said they couldn't see the florist for the trees. It's family. Family. 